This is Hans Scheil from the Finishing Well podcast. On Finishing Well, we help you make godly choices about Medicare, long-term care, and your money. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it. Share it. But most of all, thank you for listening and choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Coming to you from an entrenched barricade deep in the heart of Central North Carolina. Masculine Journey After Hours. A time to go deeper and be more transparent on the topic covered on this week's broadcast. So sit back and join us on this adventure. The Masculine Journey After Hours starts here now. Welcome to Masculine Journey After Hours. We are glad to have you with us today. And we are talking about David's topic. I I know that may sound foreign. We are talking about David's topic. Yes, David, was this like your third or fourth topic now? Yes, like my third or fourth show, too. And then I think well, not so. that you've attended. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I still have not created a topic and not shown up. So, I mean, I've always shown up when I've created a topic. Uh, I'm pretty have sure, you? I think there yeah. was one that you did. No, no, no. There was one I submitted a bump for post-boot camp show, and I didn't, wasn't able to make that. But I have not made a topic and not shown up yet. That's why you're still a guest. That's not masculine dirty protocol. Yeah, yeah you're not material. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you want What's to tell that? us what the topic is, Dave? Yeah, sure. The topic Dave, is... Dave? Um, Dave? Bid? Yeah. Oof. Okay. Okay. That's how we're going to start the after-hour show. Got it. We are. Cool. <laughs> so, I mean, if you guys are wondering where I'm at next week, you know, I probably took a break again, so I was getting picked on too much. No. There's a way to get bailed out. I think I see smoke roll coming out of David's ears here. Yeah, probably a little bit. Nah. It's uh, so the topic is uh, Back what it is up, Dave? Calm it, down. What is uh, how is God walking slash leading you, um, in your current uh, season of life that you're in? And um, the reason I picked this, this is a spinoff of our show last week that um, Danny's topic was for spiritual warfare, and I think it it's a good reminder of knowing where we're at in Christ during our walks because I think as men and even you know just human beings alone we we get sidetracked with everything the hustle and bustle of the world going around and, and lose focus on um really where god wants to take us and how he's leading us through that and then get wrapped up with the enemy's uh lies and deception and ultimately fall down a path that um you know nobody wanted to go to initially but so that's where i was going with this topic sam what do you think i think it's a good topic yeah you too yeah. yeah i was surprised Andy? yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway so uh who's up first with the clip this time uh, I think we're going to go with um, my clip. You want to go through your clip? Sure. All right. You want to tell you, us a little bit about you, it? You so? must have had Andy's loaded up in there, didn't you? Well, yeah, because you said Andy's before, but now I'm back to you. Well, I think, I think I said I wanted to go with a serious clip, and then we'd go with a funny clip afterwards, because this is serious, too, but it's it's got some humor in it. Okay. Um, so mine's from um, the Robert the Bruce movie, um, and this is his speech uh, at the Battle of Ludane, I think is how you pronounce it. Um, the only one I think that knows how to pronounce it on the air tonight, so that's how we're pronouncing it. Yeah. Um, and he gives a, a a very passionate speech about the battle that they're walking into. And and the reason I chose this clip, which we can share, I'll share more after we listen to it, is because you know this is where I'm at. This is what God's showing me is that you know I need to remember that I do have what it takes to fight the battles that I'm in, and that I didn't lose any of my tools that I've learned from boot camps or or from my band of brothers, as well as just growing up in life in general um that you know i just need to not forget that i know i know what to do and i know how to fight fight the fight so we'll listen to um to my clip and then we'll come back and talk about it 
brothers, the men that we fight today have sworn fealty to a godless murderer. Make no mistake, his aim will be to take our England next. I could talk about God. But he has no place where we are going. I could talk about honor. But you are here. You know enough about honor. I know you all as men. But today, today we are beasts. We fight for God. For honor, for country, for family, for yourselves, I do not care, so long as you fight! Take the day! So, yeah, so, um, you know, a lot of times, and, and, you know, I know just probably about in the last 30 or 45 days, um, I really kind of fell back. I don't want to say into my old ways, but kind of just fell off the path and and started believing the voices I was hearing about. Like you've been through this, you you can get through this on your own. Like you don't need any of the stuff that you've been doing over the last three years. Um, you know, you know your friends and your band of brothers, they're great, but you know they got their own stuff going on, and you got your own stuff going on, and you're being successful the way you want to be successful and all this is happening for you. Just keep going with the flow and stuff like that. And ultimately put me and spiraled me into starting to isolate. And, um, you know, I know Sam texted me one time. He's like, Hey man, I haven't heard from you a while to make sure you don't isolate. But really what hit me basically between the eyes was my wife said it to me. You know, she was like, Hey, you, you haven't been going to the radio show. I know you've been busy with work, but you need to go like, you're, you're different when you don't go hang out with your friends and do that. You, you, you act different. Your week's not set up. And it used to be like that for me going to now church is still like that for me, but if I don't go to church, it doesn't mean I'm not worshiping God or feel that same way about it, but it is like coming to having the community here um, with my band of brothers and just talking about, you know, our week, how our week's going, how our month's going. Um, and, and just having that support, that God has placed each one of us in each other's lives for um, really resets us and, and helps us ground ourselves back into the walk we're doing. But, um, you know, that speech right there is basically, you know, my motivation, not the exact speech, but the passion that you can hear in that is my motivation that um, God has laid in my heart that I try to speak to myself every day. And it, it didn't come overnight. In fact, it just actually started happening probably a couple of weeks ago and, and my mood and mentality and, and headspace has changed completely where I'm at in life currently than where I was because ultimately listening to the enemy, it brought me down back into a bitter root of anger. And as Sam said during the pre-show, like, what was I angry about? I was angry. I was still fighting. I was just fighting myself mm-hmm. and just, it didn't matter what, what I did to try to get out of that or what somebody did. The enemy was going to use that and let me know how angry I was about it. Even if I honestly, I, it doesn't matter. I would care less normally. But, you know, like, like I used an example, like, like my daughter, like, you know, she might not have thrown away a, a bottle. I think I, I used the example of a bottle, like a soda bottle. And then I saw it and I was like, Hey, pick up after yourself. And I got onto her about, she's like, Jesus, it's just a bottle. Well, you know, the enemy's placing that in your head. Well, that's just a bottle. 
it's always she's gonna never throw that bottle away she's never gonna do it she's she always does this. yeah she always does yeah. this like she does it just to make you mad she leaves it in the couch cushions just so you find it and all this stuff and builds that anger up and then you're you get on to your kids about it and then immediately comes back at you with the shame like oh you're 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 a bad guy you just yelled at your kid you made her yeah. cry and upset and then you go and try to apologize and then he comes back at you and say what are you cowering like a like a dog like a beat dog with your tail between your legs like why are you showing her that satisfaction and then you're like all right now i'm mad again and it's just never any cycle and there's no fruit from that at all it's just ultimately it's death and destruction like you're killing killing your heart so when you do that yeah one of the things well partly david the uh Part of it is, you know, the stage that you're in. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been in the king stage for a while, right? But mm-hmm. part of the discovery in the king stage is learning what battles to fight and what ones to not. Right. You know, because when you're just a warrior and you're reporting to a king, which we're always reporting mm-hmm. to the king, right? right? So getting our direction there, which is key, and trusting in him. But when you're just uh, just the, at the warrior stage, everything's a battle oh yeah you know and yeah. so you're called you feel like you got to fight everything and then as you get into the wisdom of the king stage you start to learn uh not every battle needs to be fought yeah or not every uh, battle yeah. needs to be just yeah it <laughs> needs to be taken head on yeah yes maybe this is one that i fight later to a different way you know and using god's discernment in it and so there's part of that that plays in mm-hmm. but you're right the enemy he traps you one way then turns around and traps you another then traps you another and that's his M.O. Yeah. I was going to say, you articulated that very well, because I think a lot of us have been through that stage. It's a constant shame along those stages about every action that you take. Yeah. And you feel like a, by the end of the time that you walk through that process, you feel like a failure. Mm-hmm. I, I missed it in every way, and it's all all lies. Maybe there's some truth to it, like the enemy does, but it's like where you want to go is not to God at that point in time. God, I just screwed up all like this series of stuff, but it is a trap. I think that he sets multiple traps that are all connected. And the way that always plays out, it's the same. You'll hear the word slightly differently, but it's always the same kind of thing. It'd be like, yeah, she always does that. Mm -hmm. And so that gets you angry, right? So you get, oh yeah, she always does that. And so you start to agree with the enemy. That's what he's waiting on the agreement. Yeah, So you're making an agreement. And then he piles it on and then you get angry. And then as soon as you do that, he's like, yeah, you're a bad dad. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. That's, or, that's the grand finale right yeah. there. Or, or yeah. your wife gets onto you for it, and you're like, "Wait a minute! Like, yeah. you're always the one telling me I need to be, yeah. you know, stern or more, yeah. more strict, and then I am, and now yeah. you're coming at me. What the heck? Or, or do you during all that? You're like, well, doesn't she know? She must not have any respect. She's 14 years old. Yeah. She should know this. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's like <laughs> the very thing that hits at men a lot of times is we're not respected, and those actions are sure. a lack of respect. And yeah. we, you know. one thing I do want to you know, stress though, because me and Sam were talking about it. I think it was, might've been last night is that um, one thing I've learned and for our listeners too, you don't need, don't confuse um, disruption and uh, dismantling that God's doing in your life for an attack on the enemy, Mm -hmm. because the enemy will use that too, to, to kind of, you know, Mm -hmm. come back at you and and say that that's not what God's doing. And, and, you know, I think where I'm at in my walk now, where I haven't been here at all, this is all new territory for me is that, I'm starting to gain the understanding and the discernment to be able to tell when it's an attack from the enemy yeah. and when is God disrupting and dismantling. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, even when I fell in isolation with work and stuff, I had a lot of stuff going on. God was actually dismantling and disrupting stuff in my career life that I wasn't seeing yeah. it that way. And instead of me not seeing it the way I should have, the enemy came in and snuck right yeah. in my back door and turned it into yeah. a, a you know 
life or death battle for me. And, and the enemy likes to turn that and flip it and say abandonment. You know, yeah. he, God's abandoned you. Yeah. During look at, this look time. at everything you've been doing. Exactly. How hard you've been working. And God's just trying to take those things from us that are in the way, out of the way. But it looks like we're being abandoned from the enemy standpoint. I like the way you put destroying your own heart. Mm-hmm. You've seen what Satan's trying to do to you is pull the people you really love with all your heart. Yeah. And build these little mountains out of molehills, like you're saying, like choosing the battles and all that. You know, that's the wisdom coming from, you know, they say, you know, mm-hmm. learning, hey, how do I deal with mm-hmm. imperfect people? Start with the man in the mirror, me <laughs> and others, and really learn that love, that agape. I want what's best for my family and all. And making them wise decisions, what she's talking mm-hmm. about, is is that cup really worth wounding somebody? You know, you you, you uh, Sam was talking about that, choosing it wisely, how to handle these little differences. Because Satan's always wanting to make a battle. Oh, yeah. Instead instead of an opportunity to, to serve each other, you know. And it, it does get frustrating sometimes mm-hmm. when you have to Very, pick that bottle up and bottle up. Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, this is just a little season you're going through. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, yes, and I think as, yes. as men yeah. that are listening and sitting here, I mean, we've all been in that season. And yes. I'll, be in, I'll get yes. out of this season and I'll come yes. back to the mm-hmm. season. But, um, you know. But not One just thing. at the season of the, raising your daughter. You know, yeah. you've got a few more years, and she, she's going to be. We'll see. It might be longer than a few more years. Who knows how long? But well, that's true. She, but, uh, 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 but you know, I appreciate you you talking about the wisdom I have now. If you would have met me three years ago at boot camp, <laughs> there was no wisdom, and and I'm I'm glad you see that. But we all work some growth. That's growth. Well, yeah, those, for sure. Those yeah. of us that know you better didn't say it. <laughs> no, absolutely. I, know, I noticed the three on this side of the room didn't say anything. But, you know, one thing I do, um, I was talking to somebody, um, actually I was talking to my brother about the upcoming boot camp, trying to get him to come because he's going to have some free time coming up. But I told him, I was like, it's because he won't be able to do a lot of physical activity. And I was like, you know, it's not boot camp. If anybody's wondering about boot camp, it's not boot camp like the Marine Corps or something <laughs> like that. It's it's physical, but understand everybody but me is fairly older and probably doesn't, except for Robbie, he's a lot more active yeah. than Harold. And Sam, too, some days, I guess. It's not really the physical aspect. It's not a boot camp for you physically. It's a boot camp for your heart oh, yeah. and spiritually. And that's yeah. that's what it's all about. And, and, you know, if you are even sitting there right now like, you know, that sounds pretty cool, but I don't think I have enough time. Yes, you have enough time. Make the time. I promise you, you will not regret it. And if you yeah. do, I will personally pay for your boot camp because I don't think yeah. that's ever going to happen. The term boot camp is more focused on the intensity. You hear about – you know, boot camps for the military. You hear about yeah. boot camps for um, technology and or learning exercise. that. Uh, exercise, yeah. Yeah. all this stuff. It's just a matter. It is an it's an intense weekend, but it's it's still pretty relaxed. Yeah, I just saw a boot camp on online. I think on a Facebook ad or something. I went and looked at it, and yeah. it's it's another boot camp similar. Not not has nothing to do with what we do, but it, it still is a Christian men's boot yeah. camp. And they're like running miles in oh, yeah. the morning when they wake up and yeah. doing all the same workouts the military do. And I'm like, you know, that's cool. And maybe that's somebody's cup of tea, not mine. But well, I, yeah. it is. I think the idea there is the whole man and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, we that's probably won't be doing. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We may have a boot camp at the lake. If you see fishing a, or something yeah, if like that. If you see any of us running that boot camp, you probably should run too. So yeah, you better look us. and see what's after me. If yeah. you see me running that far. Well, just, just for clarity, you know, we've had people. In their late 80s, uh, early 90s at boot camp that's yeah. participated in just about everything and not had an issue. We've, we've had, had some recently, had some younger, we've younger had men. some younger yeah. kids in their you know late teens, mid to late teens, 
Yeah, we had a gentleman in a wheelchair a few years back that, that, that yeah. participated in everything that we did at boot camp for the most part. And so it's not as much physical, right. to your point. And I'm glad you guys brought that up as it is. It, it is a workout, yeah, but it's a spiritual workout. Yeah. It is. You it know, is. It, it's good for your heart. Kenny, you have a microphone in front of you. What's God doing in this season for you? What's he, what's he doing with you in this season? He keeps reminding me just to be sober and vigilant. Because that's one thing we talked about in the boot camp was when you really start striving towards God, Satan's going to come after you. You know, and, and and Chuck's been fighting hard, but, you know, he's had a lot of health issues and like that. And I keep telling him, this is just a season. God, mm-hmm. once we get through this, we're going to be stronger because God's going to take this and uh, produce more of our faith. And that's one thing that came to my mind. I was listening to y'all's talks and all was what's precious to God. Mm-hmm. Is our faith? He says it's more precious. It's gold if it's refined, because he's refining our lives with that fire of challenges, of really to trust him that hey, he's got us. He's got got our back on all these situations, and that's the testimonies I hear here. Mm-hmm. Is that hey, we know our Father. Mm-hmm. We know the plans he's got for us. We don't understand them sometimes or see that end game, but we know. Where he's going to take us is, is a, he knows plans are good for us and yeah. the people around us because he's developing our heart. He's developing us to lo- really love each other and give him what's needed. Yeah, and, agreed. That's yeah, good. Not, not you know, get, getting into how we respond and not just react, you know, about that bottle on the table or the different things that strike our nerves because that's what Satan wants. It's on edges and then nerves and anxieties and frustration and depression, and, and then, like you say, get us separated, mm. you know, like a line. It gets us separated and get us weak, and it'll pick us off. A couple times during this topic today, as we've been talking about, I'm not a big Rolling Stones fan. Never have been. But uh, the song that goes, uh, you know, it talks about you might not always get what you want, yep. but you get what you need. Mm. Right? And, and that's the difference between God and the world. Yes. The world keeps telling you, you know, you deserve everything you want. Mm-hmm. You, you're entitled to it. This should be yours. Yes. Yep. Right? And God's like, I don't really care about as much what you want. I mean, he does care about what he wants. He's a loving father. He's more concerned about what we need Yes. as a good father would be. Yeah. Yeah, there are a lot of times my kids wanted certain things. They didn't get a lot of them. Yeah. But he did try to make sure they got their needs met. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And so, Andy, that brings well, us I mean, to your clip, right? Before we go oh, yeah. into that, um, you know, John talks, John Eldridge talks a lot about desire. And the, the, we all have those desires. We want something out of life. It's just a misdirected desire that we end up with. We think we think we will be happy with X, but we really need Y, and God knows that we need Y. So, you know, it's it really gets into desire. We have these core desires. We talk about them. That's the first talk of boot camp is these core desires. But how many of our desires have been misplaced thinking we're going to get life out of out of something else other than God and, and, and his intended purpose for us? So so my clip is from Evan Almighty. And uh, Evan um, meets God, and God sent him a ship of gopher wood to build an ark not like the original ark that uh, Noah did. Um, but in doing that, he's kind of leading him through a process of, he's giving him some disruption, you know, when he starts growing the beard and all that. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
this clip is where he's kind of they're kind of getting started and he's telling him you know he's drawing Evan in and Evan's not sure that he wants to go and God just gives him some guidance on what he, the expectations are. Evan mentions his plans in here of what he thinks, you know, uh, and God just laughs at him. And that's the way we are a lot of times. God just laughs at, at our plans. But he takes him on a journey of something, a good outcome, to where they partner in bringing safety and salvation to people. Ready to play Yep. Well, here we go. So you're really him, aren't you? You want more proof? I haven't done the pillow of salt thing in a while. That's all right. I believe you. I just, I don't <laughs> understand why you chose me. You want to change the world, son. So do I. What? Why an ark? I mean, that's like flood territory. You wouldn't do that again. You wouldn't do that. Would you do that? Let's just say that whatever I do, I do because I love you. Well, then you have to understand that this whole building an ark thing is really not part of my plans here. I need to settle into my house. I need to make a good impression at work. <laughs> what? Your plans. <laughs> what are you talking? I'm, we're talking about an ark, right? I mean, an ark? An ark is huge. I don't even know where I would begin. Well, I hear that a lot. People want to change the world, don't know how to begin. You want to know how to change the world, son? One act of random kindness at a time. So just, uh, you know, like you were talking about earlier about trusting, you know, God says, uh, and I believe this is what truly God says, is that whatever I do, I do because I love you. And, and we tr- we don't always trust that. It doesn't always appear to be that because we have our on preconceived ideas, and we do have an enemy that's trying to give us believing in another story. But that whole thing of of just um, simple, he talks, you know, here he is, he's called him to build an ark, but what he focuses on is just start something with something simple. Um, what is it? <laughs> I got Sam's looking at me. The ark, the, the and I'm acting kind of, yeah, act, um. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm wanting to flip the letters, so anyway. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> that whole thing, you know, I've wanted to change the world. I felt like God called me into missions years ago and really kind of got off that path. And then part of this ministry and, and just how he's led me in. But, you know, I always was always about the performance of doing something big for God and you know, obviously, Jim had scold me. You don't do anything for God. Well, you do. You partner with God. You you get led into that plan with Him, and but it does start with something simple, and and it's just kind of been a reminder to get back to some of those simple things. Whatever you do, to continue um, seeking after Him, You're, those things are going to be a by, byproduct. Um, acts of random kindness. There yeah, I go. Yeah. Acts of random kindness will be a byproduct of you, you know, in relation, deep relationship with God. But, you know, God's leading me recently, um, starting a book by Dallas Willard called um, Life Without Lack, and it's on the 23rd Psalm. And I thought it was interesting. David, our, our, that 
submitted the topic, King David wrote, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in cream pastures. Maketh me, that's a form of leading, and sometimes we're so busy and active, God makes us sometimes lay down. Mm -hmm. Lay down, you know, like a, like a shepherd would a sheep. Lay down. Um, he leadeth me behind, beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Um, you know, it just goes on, and that whole, I, I realized that whole uh, 23rd Psalm is about his leading. Yeah. And uh, Jesus said, follow me, and those things um, can be a lot more simple if we'll just uh, tune in. Tune in to, as Robbie says, WGOD, and, mm -hmm. and just, you know, just allow, allow him to lead us into those things. And, you know, a lot of times it's not all relationship and it's not all mission. They're, they're combined. I said, I said in the adventure talk, you know, we're partnering with God. This is the family business. Um, this is uh, Yahweh and sons that we're taking part of. And, you know, going out there and participating with him is, is what he calls us to do, but it's all in relationship. Well, yeah. I want to get back to something you said. You said that, you know, you were you called into missions, but you haven't really been doing that. Really? No, I know. Oh, but, I know. But just a <laughs> yeah, minute, though. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't people needed in our churches yeah, absolutely. to reach out to people that aren't? I mean, there's people in our yeah. churches that don't know God. Right. There's mm -hmm. people in our work, right? And so we're all called to mission. Yeah. And, and I see you doing a lot of missionary work. Yeah, absolutely. And I've adjusted that. Yeah. Obviously, I was thinking for missions, and the story's not over. Who knows what happens? With that said, this is definitely on mission, and it's definitely I've been and I've seen where God said, "Well, your story can help a lot of guys," and that's the mission is that's part of the deal is to be able to share that story and the pain that I've caused others and I've caused to myself and not doing it the right way. But that is there's there's a the story is there for something and it's to use in mission. I'm just saying. It wasn't what I thought. Again, we've yeah. been talking about the whole show right. about you thought it was going to be one way and it ended up being another True. way. But I appreciate that, Sam, and that's the way I feel. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of the things that we brought up, David brought up a little bit, and, and Andy mentioned it. You know, there, there's this thing that we didn't create it. You know, I think uh, uh, Wild at Heart people talked mm -hmm. about it first, so we got it from. But God's constantly up to four things in your life at all times, right? He's mm -hmm. constantly up to disrupting, dismantling, healing, and restoring. And that may sound a little foreign, and it did to me at first, but sometimes things need disrupted. When he maketh right. me lie down in yeah. green pasture, yeah. he knows I need rest. Yep. That's disruption of yes. what I had planned. Yep. Absolutely. Right? Sometimes he has to dismantle beliefs, mm -hmm. right? Or dismantle bad habits with finances, yep. right? There's things that have to be broken apart so they can be healed and restored. Mm -hmm. And once we know that and we have the vision for that, it lets us build a deeper trust with God. Go to MasculineJourney.org to register for the boot camp coming up the 16th through 19th. Again, that's MasculineJourney.org. We'll talk with you next week. If it, in this week sometime, reach out to God and say, how can I love someone well this week? We'll talk to you next week. This is the Truth Network.